Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. When Darius told me our next guest was coming on the show today, I was both stunned and thrilled because this is, you know, in the movie Gone in 60 Seconds, there's a car that you can't steal. It's the Eleanor. It's called the Eleanor. This is one of my Eleanor guests. Emailed him many times. There was the weird ESPN, you know, non-ESPN thing for a long time. I think I could have booked Obama before we booked this guy. He is one of my favorite NFL analysts, writers, experts. Very insightful. Bill Barnwell of ESPN is with us right now on the BetQL guest hotline. Bill, thank you for the time. It's Grant and Danny. How's it going? Hey, guys. I will say if President Obama does call in, I'm okay with you hanging up and taking that call. Instead. We will not. I've been waiting too long to talk with to you, Bill Mr. Barnwell. President, do you have an opening at 6, 6.15? Yeah. We got Bill on. We're breaking down some ball. Uh, what do you think of the Dan Quinn hire for Washington? I, I, I think I'm more positive than other people, but also still not as positive as I would have hoped. I mean, this is a guy who I do think has genuinely improved a guy who, you know, the end was not pretty in Atlanta. They had become very one dimensional on defense. They didn't seem to have many fresh ideas. Dan Quinn's defense in Dallas was different. It was multiple. They played more man coverage. It looked more modern. Um, he took over a defense that was abysmal and granted they drafted Michael Parsons, which goes a long way into improving a defense, but he got a lot out of the pieces they had there. But I look at the other options that were available in terms of defensive-minded coaches, people who had built programs, guys who were going to be, you know, taking over a franchise that, that you know, is restarting in so many ways this offseason. And I just look at Mike Vrabel and I look at Bill Belichick and I think, is Dan Quinn really better at this than either of those guys. And it's tough for me to say that the answer to that is yes. So Bill, what's the best case for here? Well, I, I think you're hoping that you nail the offensive coordinator hire. If, if it's going to be Eric enemy, if it's going to be somebody else, which uh, certainly, you know, he hired Kyle Shanahan to be his OC in Atlanta. That worked out pretty well in year two. Uh, but I think you're hoping for him to establish a culture. I mean, Dan Quinn has been a guy who in Atlanta, in Seattle, um, and then, of course, most recently with the Cowboys, loved by his players, felt like, you know, they, they, they bought into what he was building in each of those places, and I think that's the positive. I, I think you're, you're hoping that the defense takes a step forward, and I think you're hoping that, um, you know, you have a guy who has learned. I mean, uh, the guys I mentioned, of course, have been head coaches elsewhere, but, you know, compared to a Ben Johnson, compared to an Aaron Glenn, you know, those guys have not been head coaches before. Dan Quinn has, and he made mistakes. They were too confident in their in what they had done at times. I think they were, you know, they, they made it to a Super Bowl. I think they were not expecting to that year, and I think they really, you know, sort of bought into, okay, these are the guys who are going to be getting to the Super Bowl for the next three or four years, and that roster was not as talented as maybe they believed. So I think, you know, he's going to be a little more thoughtful, hopefully. But I think you're hoping for a guy who, you know, combines modern 
advanced defense with also some, you know, some experience building a culture and building an identity. Bill Barnwell of ESPN. Bill, one of the reasons this is turning into like the Chris Farley bit, you know, where he just was like, remember that movie? Do you where remember? You, you remember that the one scene that was awesome. <laughs> but one of the reasons you're you're my guy to read and to listen to, and then I think you're one of the best breaking down football is you do these big picture things like a how we got here, where it's roster construction or you know a lot of those kind of uh, autopsy type things. And one of the things that I studied early in this process was what works and what doesn't in hiring coaches. And the data mm-hmm. for me is the data. It's very clear. Offensive-minded, play-calling head coaches in this era have dominated non-versions of that. There are exceptions mm-hmm. to the rule. It goes without saying. John Harbaugh, special teams coordinator in Baltimore. You've got longest-tenured guys like Tomlin uh, in Pittsburgh, McDermott now in mm-hmm. Buffalo, although he almost got fired this year. But of mm-hmm. the, you know, there's eight defensive-minded head coaches. If you count uh, the half season for Pierce last year, those guys combined to go 72 and 73. The last six of them that were hired have gone to combined 62 and 83. Like I hated this process because they interviewed two offensive guys out of the building. There were six mm-hmm. defensive guys, and they landed on a defensive retread that feels like Ron Rivera again. Tell me why I'm wrong. I'm not saying you're wrong. I think we have to wait and see, but you're certainly making a fair case. The only thing I would say is, naturally, there's like a, there's an inflection point, right? Like at the end of the day, you know, if you can hire the best defensive coach available or the seventh best offensive coach available, I'm not saying that was the case this offseason, but let's say that was an example. You'd probably rather have the defensive coach. I mean, you look at Tamiko Ryan's this year in Houston as a guy who, you know, wasn't a retread, first time coach, but a guy who was certainly a defensive-minded coach, did not have a ton of experience, and came in, and obviously that franchise looks like they're in great shape now in terms of what C.J. Stroud and, and the Texans did this offseason. So there should be a point where it flips back and you do want the defensive coach, but I think the other problem here is that it's not like they hired the top-ranked defensive coach. They were hiring, you know, with, with the fourth, fifth defensive coach from this cycle. Um, so I, I think that makes it tougher for me is the idea that you weren't getting your pick of the defensive coaches. And I think whenever you're the eighth team to hire a coach in an eight team cycle, I think there's naturally going to be questions about whether you landed your guy, whether you landed your second choice guy, your third choice guy. And then I think on top of that, of course, Dan Quinn, you know, the last game we saw from Dan Quinn with the Cowboys was not pretty. So Bill, here's, here's where I'm feeling. And again, I feel like we're talking a lot about our feelings and less like analytical information. He's just, this he's just a helping session. us. I understand. Yeah. He's getting us through Dan Quinn day in DC. It's just, this is like your, your, your therapy call. Um, I could understand this, right? I feel better about this. If they'd been blown away in an interview three weeks ago, when they first talked to him, right. scheduled the second one right away. And even though I, I would have said, Hey, what about some of these other minds? What about interviewing other guys? If they just had their socks blown off and we can't quit this guy because he's amazing. And we hired him on the spot before all seven other teams passed right. over him, interviewed him also and didn't care. Now it feels just like this is who's left. Well, we're going to take this person home from the bar tonight. It, it just feels uninspired. It doesn't feel like they landed on the thing that they really wanted to, even if they did. Yeah, I, I can't argue with you. But the only thing I can say is we're terrible yeah. as a society at hiring NFL coaches. I mean, I remember last year, the guy we were saying, oh, not we, you and I, but just in general, people were saying, man, what a great hire that turned out to be was Doug Peterson with the Jaguars. And the Jaguars hired Doug Peterson because, sorry, the Jaguars were interested in hiring Nathaniel Hackett, 
and Doug Peterson was the guy they settled for after Nathaniel Hackett was hired by the Broncos because there was such a, uh, you know, a, a a group of people who wanted to hire Nathaniel Hackett in multiple places. And Nathaniel Hackett was maybe the worst head coach um, I've seen covering the NFL. That's not just Nathaniel Hackett, just the results or, or the results. So the only thing I would say is we're very bad at picking who's a good and a bad NFL head coach. And I, and I think with Dan Quinn, I can't argue with the logic. I mean, they were interviewing Ben Johnson. They were interviewing Aaron Glenn. You know, it wasn't like they were, like you said, sitting here and they, they met with Dan Quinn and said, okay, this is our dude. Um, maybe the process evolved. Maybe they're sitting here saying, okay, we're not going to make a bigger commitment. Maybe they're hiring him on a, a shorter term deal and they're going to see what happens. And in a year, they'll be back in the market. Who knows? But um, it's fair to say this is not the sort of, you know, like Adam, when they hired Adam Peters, it was like, okay, this is the new, you know, the, the new path this franchise is being set upon. It felt like a monumental hire, a, a guy who was going to be, you know, the guy they really wanted to be in the building. It's certainly, I can see your point, tough to say that about Dan Quinn right now. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Bill, to your point, as you said, we're bad at this. We we overreact in real time. I know I am uh, here in this moment. But of the eight coaches hired, who was your favorite? Who's the best fit? That's a good question. I I really like Jim Harbaugh with, with the Chargers where – you're going out, you're getting a guy who took over a Niners franchise that was in shambles for a decade. And I mean, people don't remember now, but that year before that Harbaugh hire was Mike Singletary as head coach. They had the fans training. We want Derek Carr, you know, when, when Alex Smith was struggling to start that season, a year later, Alex Smith is in the NFC championship game. I think he made a lot of those players better. Um, and then I love Mike McDaniel going to the Seahawks where you have a guy who, again, look at what the Ravens did. All the guys they had this year, like Arthur Marlette, Jadevian Clowney, Kyle Van Noy, guys who were on the street, you know, as as early or, or as late in the year as August or September, who were playing meaningful roles for the Ravens in the postseason. I think he made a lot of players better. And to me, that that's the easiest mark of a good coach. If, if I see you either developing young players and having them improve dramatically or taking players who come join your organization and having them improve, 
uh, based on where they were and what they were making elsewhere. I think that tells me you are a very good coach. We'll see what he does in terms of building a culture, in terms of you know managing the roster, all the other stuff that comes with being a head coach. But in terms of his ability to mold a defense and have them playing at a championship level in a division, by the way, where you need a good defense given how good the offenses are, I really like Mike McDonald going to the Seattle Seahawks. Bill Barnwell of ESPN on Grant and Danny. Uh, Bill, uh, specific to Ben Johnson, before we turn the page and get to the Super Bowl matchup with you, is he at risk of not being the bell of the ball at some point? I mean, he is now, last year was not quite to the extent of this year. But last year he pulled his name with a couple of teams still interviewing him. This year, he, mm-hmm. you know, I don't want to say he went full Josh McDaniels, but the commanders <laughs> were on the plane on their way to Detroit when they found out that their favorite that they were expecting to hire was going back to Detroit. At, at what point does that start to hurt his stock a little bit? Well, depends on how he how he does in Detroit, right? Like, uh, you know, Josh McDaniels was fired after a year and a half, left the Colts at the altar, and then still got hired as the Raiders head coach because an owner thought he could be a difference maker for that organization. Um, if he continues to coach at a high level, if the Lions continue to impress, he will still get interviews. People will not knock him. If they struggle – the chance could come and go. I mean, if you go back and look at any head coaching, you know, uh, any list of possible head coaches from a decade ago, you're going to see guys who became head coaches. You're going to see guys who got opportunities. You're going to see a few guys who got five or six interviews and never got one. Someone like Brian Schottenheimer is a good example where he was a hot coordinator at one point. And then, you know, his time kind of came and went. He struggled a bit. Now he ended up having a career as a coach, which is great, but he never got that, that head opportunity. that I think a lot of people expected him to get at one point. So, you know, to me, um, as long as Ben Johnson is still doing a good job in Detroit, it's not going to be an issue. But if he struggles, absolutely. It could be a point where we're sitting here two or three years from now saying, hey, maybe he should have taken the opportunity while he had the chance. Bill, I almost forgot there's like the Super Bowl thing coming up pretty soon. That's a pretty big game, I suppose. Um, San Francisco, to me, has all the ingredients. They've they've sort of gotten by the last couple of weeks, but still they just look like the better team on paper. But then I keep doing this thing to myself where I go, yeah, but Mahomes. I don't know which way I'm leaning at, at this stage. What's your analysis tell you? So last time these two teams played, I was like, the Niners have a better defensive line. They're going to get a rush on Mahomes. You know, they're, they're, they're a better defense. They're a comparable offense. You know, Jimmy Garoppolo is not as good as Patrick Mahomes, but they have advantages so many other places on the roster. And for three quarters, guys, I felt so smart. I was like, man, I nailed this one. I'm such a good analyst. And then in the fourth quarter, Mahomes happened, and I felt like an idiot. And I felt like, oh, I spent the entire week picking the Niners when the Chiefs have Patrick Mahomes and the Niners have a quarterback Kyle Shanahan doesn't trust to win a two-minute drill. So as I sit here, I'm, I'm thinking, okay, like the Niners have to be a significantly better team. Even though Mahomes is not the quarterback he was a few years ago, just in terms of the pieces around him, I think he's a different kind of quarterback. No worse, different than the guy he was, the offense they were running a few years ago. But he's been so efficient this postseason. And I think he, you know, you just trust him to make the plays when he needs to make the plays. And so, to me, I think there's no chance he implodes uh, during the Super Bowl. But there is a chance Brock Purdy implodes. There is a chance he has a game like the one he had against the Ravens, where he throws four interceptions, they get behind early. And even though they've managed to come back each of the last two games, they don't come back for a third time. So I I feel like I don't want to have to, watch that game and root for the, the Niners for, for, for three and a half hours. So I'm leaning Chiefs so far. 
Bill, thank you very much for the time. It was great having you on the show. We appreciate it, and uh, we will catch up down the road. Anytime, guys. Thanks, Bill. Bill Barnwell, check him out. ESPN does a great job breaking the NFL down, not only as one of their national writers. You see him on NFL Live and all their NFL programming. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 